Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costia. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovering what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions, and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment, and even more joy. This is a bit of clarity. Hi everyone, Nathaniel here from Australia. This is the end of January. This is episode four. And uh, we're enjoying a beautiful summer here down under. Um, if you're listening to us or watching us from other places in the world, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, I'm sure you've had plenty of snow and a lot of cold weather and uh, short days and long nights and probably a lot of hot stuff, hot soups, chocolate and uh, teas. Well, for us, it's uh, get as many cooled and cold drinks that you can. A lot of ice. Uh, the temperature here in Perth is in the mid to high 30s almost daily. It's very hot and dry and we live near the coast so we can enjoy beautiful sunsets and uh, long days, long summer days. Well, what year have we had last year, year 2020? If we were ever challenged with fears, well, probably the biggest uh, challenges came last year in the year 2020 when the coronavirus naturally hit and everybody, everyone around the world was gripped and maybe even crippled by fear. But coming to the end of it, we realized that it wasn't that bad. I'm sure some of you have been affected and I, I, I'm very respectful to those of you who have lost loved ones or have been suffering uh, even with the coronavirus throughout the world. We just, uh, we've been so blessed here in Australia. We've been so spared. We haven't had COVID here in Western Australia for like eight months. Uh, so apart from just a few weeks at the end of uh, April, we basically had nothing here. So we've probably been the most sheltered place on earth from coronavirus, which is fantastic for us, but nevertheless, not so great for some of our listeners and viewers out there. But the fear element was here just as much as it was everywhere else. People uh, really, really were afraid. You know, what is happening? Is this the end of the world? Uh, is, uh, is this it? Are we all going to die by this virus? And, you know, the fear was kind of real because we didn't know what to expect. It was something unknown, something that we did not prepare for. Nobody, you know, budgeted for this. And uh, the media didn't help. A lot of the news, mind you, I don't watch the news, but nevertheless, for those of you who watch the news, they thrive on fear. So fear is real out there. And uh, especially last year, we knew that this has affected the whole world. Now today, what I want to share with you, um, I want to talk to you about this emotional fear because it's very real. It is common and we unfortunately go through it almost on a daily basis. So everybody is interested in how they can deal with fear. And I'm sure you are as well. So as I said, fear is an emotion. It is triggered generally in, a, in the show notes. You will see some of these uh, important things that I've put in there. Uh, so tonight, uh, today we will, uh, we will look at fear and we will develop an understanding of dealing with 
and overcoming fear. How do you deal with fear? How do you overcome fear? So these show notes are available on our website. So um, just go to eq.org.au or to my website, nathanielcostia.com, and you should be able to find a link there to these show notes so you can download and watch them. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, there will be a link there for you to download these uh, show notes. So to understand what fear is, fear is a strong feeling which is set off by perceived danger or threat. So I say this perceived because most of the time the fear is real, but the danger is not. It is a perceived danger in our mind or in our, in our way of dealing, in our narrative, the, the, the way we interpret things, but it's not always real. The universal trigger for fear is the threat of real or imagined harm. So we have this anxious feeling when we feel afraid that something is going to happen to us, some pain, some suffering, some loss, and we don't want to experience this. So we experience fear. Now, you know, when it comes to fear, you see it in children, you see it in adults, you see it at every age. In fact, the younger you are, the more fear you feel, and the older you are, the more fear you feel. When you're a teenager, you're pretty much fearless or, you know, you will have less fear because you just go for it, go for life. And then somehow, you know, we, we tend to assess more risks and we, we tend to overcome certain fears in our lives. But then towards the latter years, again, a lot of the older people feel very, very afraid. So fear is real. Fear is gripping. Fear does affect us. Uh, we must recognize that this is a real emotion. It is a real feeling that we engage or we experience on a regular basis. And we've got to do something about it, otherwise it overwhelms us. It takes uh, our, it just basically, it blocks your mind, it blocks your thinking. So you get so gripped by it that you don't know what to do. So it's important for you and I to learn how to overcome fear. Now, uh, we often think that courage is uh, the opposite of fear. Now, in today's uh, podcast, you will find something very interesting about this. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of a hint. Courage is not the opposite of fear. There's something else that is much deeper. So you got to stay tuned because I'm going to talk about this a bit later on. So um, not so long ago, a few days ago, I was down south from Perth uh, to a place called Albany. Albany is about four and a half, five hours south of Perth. It is a beautiful town on the coast, on the south coast, and you get really cold winds from the Antarctica down there. Now, in Albany, uh, I was there for a week with my family on holidays, and we had a wonderful time, and we stayed with some friends, really, really wonderful people. Our kids got along, so we have three children. They had five children. Can you imagine eight young kids in the house? Beautiful, really, really nice. So the girls did, a, uh, the ladies did a few things together and uh, I rallied the boys to go out for a hike uh, in the Flinders Peninsula. It is called Bald Head, uh, hint, hint. The place is called Bald Head and it is about a 14 kilometer walk, uh, hike over this beautiful, uh, I think it's the most beautiful scenery in Western Australia because you are walking on top of a ridge and on one side you have um, the ocean and on the other side you have Frenchman's Bay. 
which is really, really spectacular. So you, you're looking at either side, and both of them are just stunning. And if you get a bit of sun, it's just glorious, glorious. In fact, you don't, don't want to hike, you don't want to walk, you just want to stay there and capture the moment. So we took some nice panorama photos as we walked along. So there were five of us. Now, one of the guys that came with us, initially he was hesitant, but uh, another friend of ours said, look, if you're going, I'm coming as well. So this guy just said yes, so he came along. Uh, he was afraid that he couldn't make the whole hike. He's probably never walked uh, 14 kilometers, let alone walk on sand and rocks and, you know, big boulders and unfamiliar territory. So he had the fear element. He was gripped by fear. He wanted to pull out of the hike throughout our drive to the place, the car park. And even there, you could sense that he was afraid of what was going to happen. What was he afraid of? He was afraid that he will not last the whole distance, uh, that he will not have the fitness or will not, he won't have the you know, muscle uh, to, to walk 14 kilometers up and down these cliffs. He was also afraid that maybe we'd have to carry him back. I mean, all these things that he was afraid of were not real. They were perceived in his mind. Now, us, or let's say me on the other hand, because I've hiked before and I've walked even 30, 40 kilometers a day, I was excited. So he was fearful and I was excited of the same walk. For him, this was uh, something that he would think, man, I don't think I can do this. So he was afraid of it. For me, this was, oh, I can't wait to do this. I'm sure I can go, you know, 15 kilometers, no problem, come back, easy. I, I can't wait to see what this trip will be like, this hike will be like. So the fear that he had was a perceived fear. It wasn't real because he had never experienced that hike before. So why was he afraid? He was afraid because of unknown, but in reality, he wasn't re there was no real reason for him to be afraid. It's because he made up this story in his head that he may not be able to walk it, that he may not be able to carry himself for 14, 15 kilometers. But it's, it's, everything happened in his mind. So he created this trigger of fear in his mind, which really, uh, the, the reality of it wasn't real. But in his experience, it was real because he thought that he had a valid reason to be afraid. So two people doing the very same thing, one is feeling afraid, one is, one is feeling confident. It's because of the perceived danger or the perceived harm that is going on in our heads. So what we tell ourselves in our heads, the narrative, the story that we make up in our heads, the way we interpret things that happen in our lives, has to do so much with the way we feel the fear that comes our way. So it's very, very important for us to understand, okay, why am I feeling afraid? Is this threat real or is it something that I'm just, uh, you know, making up in my head? Or is this just something that is coming from an experience of the past? Last time I couldn't do this, this time I won't be able to do this. Or last time I felt the fear and this time I'm going to feel the fear again. So what is the reason why we allow that trigger to detonate the fear in us? Very, very important. So today I... Um, I brought to you in the show notes, and uh, I'm going to discuss this with you right now, uh, is how to, do, how to deal with fear. Now, Susan Jeffers, uh, she wrote in 1987, quite a while back, she wrote a wonderful book. It's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. 
feel the fear and do it anyway. Now, if you Google this, you will be able to download, download this book for free. It is available as a PDF. She made it, you know, she relisted the whole people out there. So make sure you download it and read it because it's a wonderful book. Now, out of that book, I, I'm, I'm going to bring to you five aspects that are very, very important of self-awareness on how to deal with fear. I found them valuable, and I'm sure many people have found these valuable, so I'm going to share them with you to help you overcome the fear in your life. So the first way or the first uh, aspect of dealing with fear is this. Number one, fear will always be there as long as I continue to grow. So if you are growing, if you are expanding, if you are stretching, if you are learning, if you are maturing, you will experience fear because you are overcoming something in your life. You are extending the zone of comfort that you normally have. You are pushing the limits. So it's natural in your development to feel some element of fear. So just know that when you feel a little bit afraid, and I'm not talking about being, you know, dreadfully afraid, horrified. But when you feel a glimpse of fear, know that this is good because that means in one area of your life you are growing, you are developing. So embrace the fear as part of your growth. All right? So that's the first thing. Number two, the only way to get rid of the fear of doing something is to go out and do it. So, you know, if you're afraid to, let's say, uh, go for a swim because there may be sharks. This is common in Australia. Some people don't want to go swimming in the ocean because there are sharks, naturally. That's their habitat. That's where they live. What's the probability of you being bitten or killed by a shark? Extremely, extremely, extremely low. But some people can feel afraid. You've got more chances to die of cancer. You've got more chances to die of, uh, in a car accident. You've got more chances to die... Uh, of being hit by, I don't know, uh, a meteorite, probably. Not quite, but I'm just saying, you know, the probability of being hit, uh, of being uh, bitten by a shark or being attacked by a shark is so, so small that it's not even worth considering. But the only way to overcome that fear is to go to the ocean and go for a swim. Go in the water and realize that the ocean is not full of sharks, that the beach is not full of sharks that you can actually go and enjoy swimming at the ocean. So that's, that's probably a bit of an extreme uh, example. But what I want you to know is that whatever you're afraid of, the only way to overcome it is by going out and doing it. So maybe it could be a conversation that you need to have with somebody. And you know, in your mind, you're going through the dialogue over and over again. Well, the only way to overcome that fear of talking to that person is by going there and having that conversation you will not overcome that fear in any other way. So the only way you're going to do it is by confronting it face on and going for it. Number three, the only way to feel better about myself is to go out and do it. You know, when you're afraid, you, you don't feel good about yourself, do you? You feel like you're uh, blocked. You feel like you can't move. You feel like you're not moving. You're not going somewhere. You're not getting anywhere. So the only way to actually feel better about yourself is to overcome some obstacles or fear that you have in your life. Something that has blocked you, something that has stopped you, you must push through that area of your life and you will feel better about yourself. 
and that will give you the confidence to deal with fear tomorrow and the day after and the day after. So make sure you embrace this challenge and go for it. Number four, not only am I going to experience fear whenever I'm on unfamiliar territory, but so is everybody else. So if you're doing something unfamiliar, let me tell you something. Everybody has some sort of fears. Everybody feels afraid at some stage. So it's natural for you when you're doing something new to feel afraid. But let me tell you something. Everyone that went through that uh, process experienced the element of fear. But they carried on despite what they were feeling. They pushed on even though they felt the emotion. So yes, do feel the emotion. Feel the fear, as Suzanne Jeffers said, feel the fear and do it anyway. I mean, feel the emotion and push through that emotion and get on the other side. Because, you know, some people, you, you, you might think, oh, that guy is so confident or he's such a risk taker or she, she's, you know, she just goes through it like she doesn't feel anything. Well, the first time they did it, they were afraid as well. Maybe even the second and the third time, but they just don't show it. So just know that everybody experiences fear at some levels when they're in an unfamiliar territory, but they go for it. So learn to go for it even though you feel the fear. And number five, pushing through a fear, so pushing through the fear that you're going through, is less frightening than living with it. So actually living with the fear is worse than going through it on the other side. So pushing through it is better than living with it. Don't live with fear. It's actually more frightening to live with fear than to deal with the fear in your life. So learn to deal with the fears in your life by overcoming them, by going through them, by pushing through them, because it does clear your head, it clears your heart, and you're able to carry on and move on. So how do we overcome fear? Remember at the beginning of this video cast, I was saying to you something very important something that I'm coming back to right now. The opposite of fear, listen to me very carefully, the opposite of fear is not courage. No. Yes, courage is important and we need courage, but that's not the opposite of fear. Where does courage come from? So how, let's say my child, my son, he's five years old, Isaac. How will he overcome the fear in his life? Is it courage? Does he need courage? If he, let's say, if he wants to go on a very, um, very um, fast, let's say, slide in the park, right? And he's afraid to go down the slide because, um, you know, it's too fast. He's never done it. What if he, I don't know what he's, he, he truly is afraid of. Maybe because it's too fast. Maybe because he's going to fall. Maybe because the height is too much. Now, the only way he's going to gain the confidence by overcoming that fear is by going down once. So you'll say, you know, be brave, uh, be courageous, and go for it. And you say, no, Dad, I don't want to be brave. I don't want to be courageous. I don't want to go on it because I'm afraid. So how will he overcome that element of fear? So what I can go, what I can say to him, I can say, all right, Isaac, you know, Dad will hold your hand as you go down the slide. Dad is here. Dad loves you. And that will hold you all the way down. I will run with you. As you go down the slide, I will run with you. And I'll hold your hand all the way down. Immediately, he's got more chances of stepping into that because now he has the confidence in the relationship. Even, more he, even though he's still afraid, but he's probably going to give in because he knows I'm going to hold his hand. And because the love that I have for him and the relationship that I have with him, 
gives him the confidence to go down the slide the first time. Now, as soon as he gets down the bottom of the slide, what will he do? He'll say, Dad, I want to do this again. So he'll go back up the stairs, down the slide, without me the second time. He overcame the fear that he initially had. How did he overcome the fear? Did he, come, did he overcome it through courage? No. He overcame it out of identity. He overcame it out of, out of self-awareness. He overcame it out of gratitude. He overcame it out of confidence. Where did that confidence come from? That confidence came from the love that I shared with him and he shared with me while he overcame the fear the first time. So what I want to say to you very, very respectfully today is that the opposite of fear is not courage, but the opposite of fear is love. When you are a person full of love, when you live out of identity of love, you are not afraid of anything in the world. I mean, there's a healthy fear. Obviously, you're not going to jump in front of a bus running because, you know, it's going to hit you. But what I'm saying is you will not be afraid of the things in the world. What if you get hurt? What if these people says, say this to you? What if you get hurt, uh, you know, backstabbed in, in that grind? What if people uh, don't accept you or they mistreat you? Yes, all of these things can happen. But if you choose to love the people, if you choose to love yourself, if you choose to love life, if you choose to love everybody around you, if you are immersed in love, you will overcome most of the fears that will ever come your way. A person who is immersed in love will not live in a state of torment. They will live from an identity of love. And when you live from an identity of love, this, this whole universe is filled with love. That's the way God created it. God is love and he poured out his love in us. And now out of that identity of love, we live our life. When you live your life out of that identity, let me tell you something. Courage comes in, security comes in, confidence comes in, boldness comes in. You are not afraid of today, you are not afraid of challenges, you are not afraid of tomorrow, you are not afraid of the past haunting experiences, you are not afraid of the decisions that you need to make, because you are fully confident in who you are, because you are immersed in love. So, if you get something out of this uh, lesson today, at least get this, this concept right. The opposite of fear is love. Learn to love everything. Learn to love life. Learn to love people. Learn to love every experience. Learn to love the present tense. Learn to be yourself immersed in love, be loving, and live your life from that identity. And when you do that, you will overcome most of the fears that come your way in your life. Well, I hope that this uh, message really gets to your heart and helps you deal with fears. And one application that I've put there in, in the show notes is this. In what areas of your life will you exercise love and overcome the fear? Think about this. Where do you experience fear right now? What are you afraid of in this time? And how can you exercise love in that area of your life to overcome the fear? And uh, my, my hope is that you will find enough love in you because there is plenty of love around to overcome whatever phobia or whatever fear comes your way. And I want you to become an overcomer, and fear shall never grip you, because you're stronger than any fear that comes your way. And the winner out there is love. It always has been, it always will be. Love wins the day. Love has always won the day. Love in the end wins. So make sure that you are fully immersed in love, 
you embrace love and live love out. Live, live, live in that love identity and live it out. And live it out loud so you can bless the people around you. Well, until next time, I thank you for spending these beautiful minutes with us. And I can't wait to share more exciting um, lessons with you to help you gain more and more clarity each and every day. Uh, if you haven't so far, can I encourage you to uh, rate us, leave a comment uh, wherever you're watching this, and make sure that you tune in for our next episode. Take care. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costia, and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.